Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. How do you celebrate Mother's Day? Flowers are good. So are gifts. But what about something even more personal? Hosting a Mother's Day brunch is a wonderful way to celebrate motherhood. Today, I've got a few simple tips and super easy recipes on the online version of this episode to help you host a gathering in honor of mom. But first, I wanted to thank today's sponsor, Audible.com, for supporting Domestic CEO. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO for your free audiobook. Now, back to the tips. Tip number one, decide who to invite. Before you do anything, decide how many people you can accommodate and how you're going to invite them. A simple phone call or email would be enough, but if you want to get a little fancier, try using evite.com. You can design a pretty invitation and have it sent to everyone on your list. RSVPs come back to you via your email, so it's an easy and organized way to send out invitations and monitor attendees. Next, decide on table decorations. Believe it or not, you can create an appealing table without going through a lot of expense or time decorating. Layering is the trick here. If you don't have too many tablecloth options, don't worry. You can use a plain white or cream tablecloth and then layer it with a table runner or a long piece of pretty fabric to add some color. Check out your nearest fabric store or department store to choose a runner or piece of fabric that appeals to you. Next, instead of having one big centerpiece that usually ends up getting in the way, I like to use low glasses, like highball glasses, or a stemless wine glass, filled halfway with water, and then add in a small bouquet of flowers into each one. Try using just one type of flower to save on expenses, but also to make a simple statement. Daffodils are usually available around Mother's Day and add a bright, happy splash of color to the table. Generally, an odd number of little vases running down the center of a table at intervals looks simple, clean, and classy. Don't forget to look in your garden or yard for free flowers to use in your vases. Next, decide on the food you're going to serve. I've always felt that brunch is one of the easiest meals to host. So many food items can be made in advance, from casseroles to souffles. You can serve delicious foods without having to slave over a hot griddle of pancakes or a pan of scrambled eggs while guests are arriving. In the online version of this episode, there are links to a few easy and mouth-watering recipes, including surprise breakfast souffle, baked French toast casserole with streusel, broccoli and ham quiche, and a baked oatmeal casserole. All of these are fantastic to serve for a Mother's Day brunch and can be made in advance so you have little prep work to do on that day. You can also find these recipes by going to my Pinterest page where there are links to all of them as well. Now a good rule of thumb when hosting a brunch is to offer a few sweet and a few savory options. I also like to take into consideration if any of those attending are vegetarians or have a gluten sensitivity. The surprise breakfast souffle has a vegetarian ingredient option, and the baked oatmeal is a good choice for those avoiding gluten, as long as you use gluten-free oatmeal. Now, once you've decided on your sweet and savory menu items, add in a few sides that will complement the rest of your meal. Some of my favorites are muffins, bought from the store unless you want more work, then you can bake them yourself, and that's totally cool too, pastries or donuts, scones, fruit, 
To save time, you can buy the fruit pre-cut at the grocery store and just add to a platter or bowl to serve so it looks like you did all the cutting yourself. A bowl of fresh strawberries, a large bowl of green and red grapes, a fresh veggie tray. Again, you can save time and energy by purchasing the pre-made tray at the store. And sliced bagels and cream cheese. Next, setting up the brunch buffet. When I'm hosting a gathering of more than eight people, I like to serve my food buffet style. This is so much easier than everyone sitting at the table passing all the food items around. Inevitably, someone always gets the passing direction of the food wrong, don't they? And then there's a scramble and confusion. If you have a kitchen island, this is a great location for your buffet. Otherwise, use a separate table or clear your kitchen counters. At the beginning of the buffet, place a stack of plates. You can use decorative paper plates to save on time and clean up. Plus utensils and napkins. I like to display my utensils in a pretty glass that coordinates with my dishes and centerpieces. Some days, if I'm going for a more casual look, I'll also use a mason jar or some other kind of just cute way to display those utensils. Don't just think that you have to lay them out on the counter. If you check your kitchen cabinets, you'll probably have something that'll work perfectly for displaying your utensils. Next, display the food items. Be sure to keep the syrup near the French toast casserole and the cream cheese by the bagels. I like to have a condiment station, if it's needed, separate from the rest of the buffet so you can avoid the traffic jam. This is where I'll keep ketchup, hot sauce, salt and pepper, etc. All those items that guests may or may not use. Next, set up a beverage station. Offering a self-serve beverage station at a brunch is really the way to go. If you have the space, set up the station away from the main food area. A good list of beverages to offer are coffee with cream and sugar and other sweetener options, ice water or bottled water, iced tea, orange juice, or other fruit juices. I like to offer a special drink when hosting a brunch. Quite often, mimosas are the drink of choice. This easy combination of orange juice and champagne is always a crowd pleaser. If you want to kick things up a notch, you can try an interesting twist on the basic mimosa and make grapefruit mimosas. The recipe for grapefruit mimosas is also on the online version of this episode, too, so make sure to pop over and check it out. Moms are really special people. Whether you are one, celebrating your mom, or you're both, hosting a brunch is a great way to enjoy time with those we love. Use these simple tips to make this a delicious, stress-free event, and happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Audible.com, for sponsoring this episode. Audible.com is the leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. If you're looking to build your spirituality, I know sometimes for myself it's hard to do a devotional every day, but Audible has a great selection of devotions that you can find. One of them is Trusting God Day by Day, 365 Daily Devotions. This way, instead of having to sit down and read, you can do your devotions on your commute or during those little breaks in time that you have. Just pop in your headphones and have your time with your devotions. You can get this book or any of the other 150,000 downloadable titles by going to audiblepodcast.com CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com CEO for your free audiobook download. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home. 